Welcome to the Next Week On Podcast. I'm Jay. I'm Amy. We're married. And we love television. I even majored in it. This is your podcast home for episode-by-episode chats about some of broadcast television's greatest, or maybe just okay, series. It's our take on classic television peppered with some fun facts from IMDb and occasional anecdotes gleaned from Wikipedia. It's television from the era when you watched what was on three channels, or you did something productive. Hey, this is productive. Our first show was Vegas, which ran from 1978 to 1981 and starred Robert Urich as Dan Tanna, the best private eye on the strip. This is the theme song. Don't you love it? Let's get started. Okay, we're back next week on podcast of Vegas, episode 6. Yes, my darling daughter. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, we're back. It was a good episode. Yeah. I think it's the best one yet, besides the lion (laughs) storyline. Yeah, you said that. Yes. I was like, oh, this is a good episode. And then you're like, it's the best one. I'm like, besides the lion? Then you quickly corrected yourself. Yeah, because to me it was just a little like goes without saying. <laughs> it's the best besides the lion. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's not as good as that. But there was there was a circus involved with this one. Yeah, a lot of circus circus. Yeah. <laughs> Very circus circus heavy episode of Vegas. Yep. Yeah, that was they had to, circus circus had a, a special going that fall and they're like, you know, I guess so. You know, would it kill you to maybe, you know, show our free parking sign at the beginning? You know, that really draws them in. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the promo. Uh, promo was, the promo, that was the best promo that we've seen yet, too. Because oh. action-packed and it did a good job of, uh, you know, showing up, teasing all the stuff in this episode. And then it ended with, like, Dan trying to get... It looked like there's like a guy on a trapeze that's that's trying to jump off, and then Dan has to catch him, and like at the last second, and then it just cuts. It's like a really good cut of like the guys like in midair, like that's the end of the teaser. I was, I didn't even think of the promo as the best promo, but it was really good. Yeah. I I just wrote down there's a lot. It was very dramatic and a lot of. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father's dead. He killed my mother. My father's dead, and then the trapeze thing like, yeah. is just like a lot of dying or dead parents. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes for a great promo in this situation. Yeah. Anyways, so. Um, and that, yeah, and, well, anyway, we'll get to it. But yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I so, want to spoil it early on yeah, here. Yeah. So we're out of the promo, into the episode. Um, Signs we saw at the beginning of the episode, special signs, deals that um, you can get pancakes and sausage for seventy eight cents at slots of fun. Not <laughs> not slots o fun, slots a fun. I looked. <laughs> it was on screen for a long time. So that was good. And then at the Westward Ho, there's there is a free champagne party tonight. Yeah. So just tonight, so we all missed it. <laughs> you wrote that down. Too. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, take that for uh, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Only and... at the Westward Ho. Yeah. Free uh, champagne. But 
one of the nice places, the MGM, Mac Davis was performing. I don't know who that is, but oh, me neither. he was the headliner, so that's got to be pretty good. <laughs> it is funny, like, there's a lot of names I don't recognize, and then there's some that are just, like, Vegas mainstays. Yeah. Like, and, like, Mac... Dean yeah, Martin. We should look up who Mac Davis is. Yeah. Maybe I can do that. Yeah, hey, we can do that. Yeah. Um, And then we kind of enter into the episode, well, not seamlessly, but it's... <laughs> pretty seamless because we're all over Vegas in the opening promo and then we just cut to uh, Dan and Angie and his T-Bird cruising through Vegas and Tan- and kind of tying us back to the original episode, Tana's driving down the road drinking a carton of milk. Yeah. <laughs> which they proceed to talk about. Like, <laughs> Angie thinks he should buy a cow because he drinks so much she, milk. They should rent a cow. Oh, rent a cow. And then... Or, or, I don't know, maybe she said buy it first, but she's like, maybe you should rent the cow because he always buy, he always drinks so much milk. And then Dan's <laughs> like, where would you rent a cow? And Which then, makes you yeah. think she really doesn't think it's a good idea because she's not going to commit to buying the cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, at some point, Dan's going to get sick of this cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought they were going to, I don't know. <laughs> Why... Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Or oh something? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be very Vegas of them. They didn't go but, there. Yeah, but Dan's too classy for that. That's true. Yeah. But he, there was a there was a cliche that they did make fun of later in the conversation. In that scene. Yeah, because um, yeah. that's when he he describes uh, he's gonna be picking up his sister's best friend from wherever. Yeah. And then, then she. Oh, yeah, because it was at the hotel where Angie works. And she's like, oh, that's where I work. And then he's like, yeah, I'm killing two birds with one stone. And then she says, gee, Dad, you wouldn't hurt a bit, a little bird. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So I this just... episode starts hot with the uh, exposition and the uh, yeah. Angie laughs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. which is interesting. They haven't done that yet. Oh, by the way, Mac Davis is is a country music singer songwriter and actor from lubbock texas oh and he kind of looks like burt convey <laughs> he me. looks like burt convey and randy quaid <laughs> smashed <laughs> you together you know i'm right <laughs> <laughs> yeah he looks like randy quaid dressed as burt convey oh he wrote for elvis oh well there you go that's a pretty good gig he wrote in the ghetto and a little mm-hmm. less conversation wow well there you go kind of later elvis yeah. yeah. Jumpsuit he's he's Elvis. still around. Yeah. He's 75. Hey, good for him. Yeah. All right. Well, I know. I don't know much about him, but sounds like he's really successful, so yeah. that's cool. So, uh, anyways, Angie and Dan are on their way uh, to the hotel, and they cruise by a wedding chapel, and we stay at the wedding chapel. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I guess we're going to a wedding, uh, and we're in the wedding chapel, and um, people are getting married. And mm-hmm. um, uh, they say, I do, and a pretty big kiss. You may kiss the bride. There's kind of like a delay, and then the kiss is really big. It was enough for you to be like, whoa, okay. <laughs> it was like, you may kiss the bride. Action. <laughs> then big smooch. <laughs> like yeah. someone was off camera like, no, they were like miming, like, smooch. Like, what the hell are you doing? We're all like... Got a smooch. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what I was going through in my head. Jay likes the word smooch. Yeah, smooch. <laughs> smooch it up. And any, so, yeah. Yeah, and then an old guy, like an older guy, like shows up at the back of the chapel at the door, and then the bride just stops in her tracks. Yeah, and he's kind of looking at her weird. He's he's smiling. He's not, yeah, he's, he's smiling. Smiling, but it's a weird <laughs> smile. Yeah. Isn't, well, if you watch the episode, you'll understand, which I'm sure you all have. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And um, you don't have to she watch kinda, the she, episode. She, she kind of does a double take, and then he's gone. Yeah, right? yeah. just like that. Yeah. He disappears. Disappears. Was he really there? And then, then she says, she sees her father. It's like, oh, that was my father. He was there. And then, like, the groom kind of shakes her a little bit, like, your father's dead. <laughs> Welcome to that marriage, buddy. <laughs> I thought getting married would uh, cure you of this. <laughs> hey, does your girlfriend still think her dad's around? <laughs> yeah, I thought getting married would, uh, you know, I thought you'd shut up about that. <laughs> that was him at the bachelor nice party job, at, the, at the Westward Ho. <laughs> yeah. Still thinks her dad's around. Just shake around a little bit. Have some champagne. It's free. <laughs> Have some champagne. It don't cost nothing. Yeah. Cut to uh, the Riviera. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dan drops Angie oh, off. Saw what? some fun names there, too. Oh, yeah. What'd you see? Ben Vereen. And oh, then yeah. like, right. the next week was Bob Newhart and Bernadette Peters. Oh, yeah. That's right. That is. So book, anyway. Book your tickets now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Bob Newhart's still around. Yeah. Well, so has Bernadette That's Peters. That's what I was going to say, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so was Ben Vereen. Yeah. Laura well, Cat thinks so. <laughs> <laughs> hear her chiming in in the background. Um, I'm pretty... Well, Amy's checking on her phone. I'm pretty um, sure Ben So while she checks, um, Angie goes to work, and um, a famous actress, we think, walks by... Because Dan's like, are you so-and-so? And she's like, no, I get that a lot. And then she walks walks away, enters, then enter uh, a blonde lady uh, who Dan is there to pick up. We didn't know. Her name is Linda. I'm going to comment on wardrobe for a second. The, the okay. first lady, it looked like she was wearing like either a bodysuit as a top or like a bathing suit. And it was like a really tight top. Definitely no bra. <laughs> So then Dan was like going gaga over her and then like then a second blonde lady shows up after her and she's wearing like a more conservative but still like very nicely fitting outfit. So she (laughs) almost looked the same. Like it was just like different clothes or whatever. And then Dan looks up and says, Thank you. I know. I don't know. Funny. Every like I've said before, like there's a lot of pretty girls on Vegas. There's just like a lot. So Which, you know, what do you expect? I know, I know. But it's like it's like like There's Dan's an awful like, lot of nuns in this episode of Vegas. <laughs> just busloads of nuns. I, that better be an episode coming up. Yeah. Dan saves a busload of nuns. Yeah, By the way, Ben Vereen is still very much alive. He's seventy years old. Okay, well that's good to know. So the Riviera booked Three very good performers. Yeah, and Bob Newhart was very happy the Cubs won the World Series. He's a big fan, so <laughs> just so everyone knows. Thank you for uh, yeah. That. So okay, so we're back back to the episode, and this second good-looking blonde who Dan's talking to is Linda, and he's there to pick her up, which we didn't know. 
until right now. Um, and she gets in the car and she's like, are there famous people here? I want to go gambling. I want to do this. Blah, blah, blah. And she's just kind of motor-mouthing through all the stuff you want to well, do. Well, she thinks that she saw famous people already. Oh, one okay. of whom, and we're not going to... I promise I'm not going to talk about this much for much for whatever. But one of the celebrities she thought she saw was Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard He's that famous. and I was like... No, stop it! Get Linda, run! <laughs> well, she's safe. She's with Dan. Yeah, she's very safe. And Dan says she has Vegas fever. And yeah, they drive oh, away. Yeah. Oh, I I wrote down that whole line. It was amazing because yeah. oh. she's like, I want to see this. I want to see this. I want to see this. And she's like, Am I being too pushy? And then Dan says, It's called Vegas fever. There's only one cure, and it's called Vegas on a platter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah! Amazing. Yes, that that's pretty good. Yeah. At this point, the episode's moving pretty fast for me, so I'm struggling with my notes. Oh, okay. But uh, well, the next, you know, they during the drive they they pull up to the next casino that where they're going to, um, and the marquee across the street. There, I don't know which casino it was, but at the Winter Circle oh, Lounge, yeah. the acts were Glenn Smith and the Goofers. <laughs> You know, Glenn Smith and the Goofers. Yeah. I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna bother looking them up. Yeah, so anyways. Maybe so. they're still around. Who knows? Maybe. Listener, you can look them up yourself. That's right. Um so we know Linda's excited to be in town. Mm-hmm. And uh B uh during this drive they're driving, uh calls Tana and is like, Hey, you gotta go over uh, and check something out. Someone needs your help. And he's like, come on, I, I told you, I've got three days off, shore leave. Yeah, shore leave. Yeah, you know, and she's like, well, you got bills to pay, so you, I already told him you're on your way. So uh, I think they go to, uh, uh, which casino was it? I think it's just Roth's Casino. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was. That's where they're staying. Um, you know, someone needs your help. So uh, they go into the casino and... Linda immediately tries to play craps and is watching this, yeah, what like, we think a high roller, like, playing craps. And she's like, wow, like, can I play? Let's, let's play this. Yeah, and Dan's like, kind of grabs her, like, okay, let's, moves her, you know, like, puts both his hands on her arms and like, let's go over here kind of thing. She's like, wow. <laughs> and he sits her down at a blackjack table yeah. and, like, puts $100 on the table and be like, yeah. tells the dealer, like, Take like, care of her. Yeah, kind of like, don't let her blow it all at once. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, you sure you've played this game before? And she's like, yeah, I play it for matchsticks at home. And he's like, matchsticks, okay. <laughs> and she's just a rube. Yeah. <laughs> Do we know where she's from yet? Um, I forgot. No, okay. But, well. I mean, I wrote it. We, we know in a little bit. Yes, okay. All right, so... Nana's taking care of Linda. She's playing cards, and he's off to find out uh, what all the hubbub is about. And um, what is all the hubbub about? The groom, well, the groom from the chapel shows up. He's like, hi, I'm Jim Smalley. Oh, yeah, meets him on the casino floor. Just yeah. kind of walks up to him, yep. And he explains the whole deal. Like, I'm married to Cindy, and Cindy is the daughter of Hank Jenner, who was a famous country western singer. And then he... He apparently committed suicide, but they never found the body. And that's 
right. it's like this legendary story like and, i mean he's basic like he's regarded as dead but they technically never found him and that's who cindy thought she saw yeah we now know yeah at the wedding so uh so jim tells dan the deal like like she thinks that she saw him and yeah. can you help us i just how how do these people find dan <laughs> did, did jim call like jim checked checks into the room dial zero he's like hey do you guys have a private eye i could talk to <laughs> probably i mean i think we kind of touch on this t subject every episode <laughs> everyone knows him it's just you know it's just kind of understood you know yeah so weird so so that he's taught uh, Tana's talking to these two and he kind of asks about money and Jenner's finances when he left right yeah and this, I, I kind of got lost yeah in this too and this but... is but this was the bridge to get to the business manager yeah Lyle. Gale, yeah Galen <laughs> Lyle Galen, who, who I wrote down as the, this butler guy. <laughs> so, so the husband. But, but more accurately, he's the business manager. Yeah. So Jim says, "Oh, you have to talk to his business manager. He handles all of the estate, and yeah. that's how we get our money." Blah blah blah. Um, and, anyways, um, cut to Tana talking to him on the casino floor and it's the high roller guy who was playing craps mm -hmm. and he's like having a drink and he's like i take care of everything she doesn't know how you know expensive things are and you know she's crazy he's dead 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 <laughs> if anyone says otherwise they're crazy he's dead you know like laying on really thick like real shady yeah. like okay <laughs> yeah and then uh we also find out, which is suspicious, he's he's ranting about how dead he is. And then he's like, but the courts won't classify him as dead because there's no body. But he's dead, so thanks a lot for nothing, but get out of here kind of attitude, you know. <laughs> and then takes a big pull of his drink. Like, you would th like, like ugh, I feel like if nothing shady were going on, it, that conversation would be handled way more uh, sensitively. It's like, yes. well... You know, it was really tough, and they never found him, and we just don't know. But I, instead of like that guy's dead, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> that That's show, not suspicious That show would be all. what? That would be like Family Ties, not in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and you can t the business manager. He, you can tell he kind of acts like he's in charge and thinks he's going to tell Tana how to handle this, and Tana's like. I'm working for Cindy, so he's going to yeah. find out what he's going to find out. Sorry, business manager. <laughs> and then Dan finds out. He talks to the cashier at the casino. Because Dana knows everyone, all the employees. He kind of yeah. goes up, yeah, to the cashier and just asks her, like, what's this guy's deal? Yeah. We find out he's uh, in the hole 30 grand to the casino is... on a $50,000 credit line. How? How... How is that information people can just give out? Because <laughs> it's Dan. Dan. Yeah, you know, if bins are like, asked, she's probably going to tell him to go pound wood, but... <laughs> pound wood. Pound sand. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I was laughing because I never even heard that before. Your folksy saying. Yeah, uh, and then, pound sand. <laughs> now you're turning red. Oh, Oh, it's okay. Moving on. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah, like it's just it was so weird because 
It's like, oh, like, do you know this guy's story? She's like, yeah, let me look at this. And it, like, it looked like a little, like a little safe deposit box almost. And it was like, let me just go look at this. Oh yeah, he's like 30K in the hole. It's like, no, like, I don't know. Dan, Dan just has the key to the city. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, and then he drops off a, a, like a bucket of quarters because he hit it big in a slot machine on his way over. And he's like, this slot Which machine's really hot. Which we didn't see. Put it in my savings. That's nice. You know? He's yeah. planning for the future. <laughs> and then uh, we're back to Linda. She's playing. She's still playing uh, mm-hmm. blackjack. Doing okay. And, and uh, Dan comes over and we find out... Uh, um, she's a school teacher from Duluth. Duluth. <laughs> Duluth. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. And uh, she's playing cards, and all of a sudden, uh, Roth just shows up oh, and is like, "Hey, to the to the card dealer. Hey, thanks a lot. I got it from here." And moves him out of the way. <laughs> now he's <laughs> dealing blackjack, which is awesome. Another awesome uh, Roth entrance. It's so great. And then he's like, "Yeah, how old are you?" And she's like, "22." Like, "Oh, 22 when eyes are blue." <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. my god. That's right. And then, so great. And then Tana calls him Slick, and then he gets embarrassed. Yeah. He's like, hey, come here. Don't call me Slick in public. <laughs> yeah. No, don't call me Slick in front of strangers. Oh, yeah, And then he's right. like, she's not a stranger. She's practically family. <laughs> and then, then like, Dan tells Roth basically the story, like, oh, I'm looking for Hank Jenner, and... She think like his daughter thinks she saw him, and Roth Roth like lights up. Like turns out Roth's a huge Hank Jenner oh, fan. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got all his albums. <laughs> it's like if if you could find him, I want to book him for and like we'd sell out for fifty years or whatever. I didn't even write that down. Like yeah, it's all like I remember all. He of was it. glowing. He was glowing. Yeah, it was so funny. And then and then that's Tana's like I'm working for somebody else, and he's like, but I'm your best client. Yeah. And he's like, it's his daughter. Yeah. Oh, that I also the the one quote I did write down from that was um, I guess uh, I forgot what point it was, but he's like, ah, oh, slick, you're hurt. And then Roth says, Roth is never hurt. Roth is a rock. <laughs> yeah. So good. And then uh, so this conversation is taking place on the casino floor, and we kind of see a view from above like on the second level of the casino and we see it's the manager watching him Lyle yeah Lyle's watching this whole thing go down kind of leering at them with a drink and then two two goons we know they're goons (laughs) kind of step up on either side of him and he's like get Tana yeah I even wrote down Lyle wants his goons to get Tana off his back yep that's right (laughs) there's always goons on this show yeah (laughs) It's part of the economy in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, I heard uh, uh, Gary just moved to Vegas. What's he doing? Ah, oh, he's a hired goon. I always thought that would be good for him. <laughs> Cut to uh, the sheriff's uh, department where Tana's talking to Bella, begging mm-hmm. for inf- information again, and she's like, I don't know why I help you so much. Uh, also, Dan's picture's on the most wanted cork board. <laughs> I didn't miss that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she gets him some information from Nashville because he's trying to find Jenner mm-hmm. and background and stuff. And uh, um, <laughs> he's like, Bella, I love you. And then she gives him a look and is like, it's the uniform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was pretty good. 
Um, then we find out that Jenner, uh, who, who we think is dead, is wanted for murder. Well, Bell, I mean, Bella says, like, he is, like, you know, officially he's dead. So, like, it's not, like, the police have that story, too. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like officially, like, he, it's on record that he committed suicide, but we never found the body. But also he was wanted for murder. So, like, that's a whole, we, we just find that out. It's yeah. a whole other level to this story. And then story. she says, back then they'd call it a mercy killing, something like that. Yeah. So it's like, Ooh, I we, forgot about we don't that. exactly know what happened. You know, right. It's like, it's not like murder, yeah. murder, maybe. Um, and then uh, they're leaving, and <laughs> Hannah finds uh, Linda flirting with one of the sheriff's deputies. <laughs> he looks like John Baker <laughs> from Chips. Yeah. It's yeah. the Vegas version of John Baker and he's like helping her do fingerprints. Yeah. And like but he like he has his arms around her for yeah. no reason. <laughs> like as if like it's so funny. It's like as if like giving some or like taking somebody's fingerprints isn't already like touch touch yeah. like touch is involved in that anyway like you're touching somebody's hand you know like he's like full-on spooning her yeah. <laughs> like deputy, let me show you deputy smooth move <laughs> linda, i was in the credits no yeah linda's having a hell of a time yeah, she's in having, vegas yeah, she's out i mean all her friends in duluth about this <laughs> i made so many friends um so uh, scene and then uh we go back to uh tana's warehouse and talk to B who's on her way to work oh yeah I didn't even write this scene down and, that's right uh, says she got a you know a tip to tell Tana that he needs to go to the showboat because there's someone there who will be able to give him more information on Jenner yeah so it was a quick scene and um and B was in her showgirl uh uni- <laughs> uniform yeah, slash it was like, costume it was like this episode has been to remind us that Angie and uh, B, B both uh have Vegas jobs too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so Tana and uh, Linda go to the showboat. Yep. And uh, it's like, I guess it's like a music club and jazz club. Or jazz club, yeah. Yeah. It's a cool jazz club, and um, he's looking for Felix, and Felix is playing real cool jazz clarinet. Mm-hmm. And then finishes a song and... he No, he does not finish no, the song. No, he doesn't? He just kind of no. is like, Dan Tana's here and leaves it's the literally, stage. <laughs> yeah, that was shocking. <laughs> that was the most shocking scene in the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. so what happens is like, so like Dan and Linda get a seat. They see the clarinet player and like mid-song, Dan looks at him, waves him over and he like he just walks off the stage still playing he's still playing clarinet with the with the band and then he sits down and he finally stops to talk to Dan that's how it happened everything's smooth for Dan it's <laughs> crazy yeah, that's right <laughs> at what point do you stop improvising jazz is it like as Never. soon as like <laughs> okay (laughs) that's what all my jazz friends say (laughs) your jazz baritone yeah that's right oh yeah uh so felix takes a seat and (laughs) i can't i guess he's he's we find out he knows jenner like he played with him or something and 
and he knows like he hangs out or like at the Hank well, used to hang out with this guy Ben. Yeah, Tana just asks him, "Do you think he's alive?" And Felix's like, "No way, he's dead." Like, so Felix, as far as Felix is concerned, Jen really is dead. Yeah. Um, but if you need more information, yeah, you got to go find his uh, the friend. guy who played yeah his friend who played violin for him. Oh, that was yeah he put, named yeah. Uh, Ben Hamlin. He yeah. he played vi- vi- violin for him. And he's over at the circus circus, so you got to go talk to him. So that's that whole scene. Yeah. but um, And then, then he goes back on stage and, like, plays jazz again. Seamlessly. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But there's other people at the club, too. That's right. They get up to leave, and we see the Tufts have been enjoying the show, too, <laughs> having drinks, seeing mm-hmm. them leave. They're like, mm, they're leaving. we got to go, too. Yeah. Because we're following him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so uh, they're they go to Circus Circus, and because it's Dan Tana, he parks in the loading dock in back, the dark loading <laughs> dock, and we see the goons in their big Cadillac kind of trailing behind. Um, and we're in Circus Circus, and there's a trapeze act going on right now I, on the main floor. Terrifying. That whole <laughs> setup looked terrifying. And you know, we when when we went to Vegas, I didn't we didn't go to Circus Circus. So like I do not know if it's the same now or whatever. That's terrifying. <laughs> there's just like a trapeze over the casino floor and there's I mean there's a net, but still. And then there's like there's like a weird merry-go-round up there too that like showgirls were yeah. just on. Like like way up high by like the ceiling. <laughs> I I did not approve of that setup. <laughs> I hope that they changed it. Well, must be working. They've been around a long time. So Circus Circus is uh, must be a great value if you're listening at the Circus Circus. <laughs> we oh. will tell all our audience to also, go there in their next fabulous Vegas vacation. <laughs> Also, I'm really enjoying my Pepsi Zero Sugar right now. <laughs> if you're listening out there, sponsors. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> in Circus Circus. And uh, oh, Dan, Dan like, sets yeah. Linda up immediately at a blackjack table. Just <laughs> yeah. like, I got to get her off my hands. I got to do real stuff here. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, here, here, treat her nice, Vito. And then... She's like, is his name Vito too? And then Dan says, they're all named Vito. <laughs> and the dealer's kind of like, that's true, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. Can't he's like, argue with that. Yeah, yeah, it's Dan Tana. Um, and then Dan's looking for Ben and finds him running the ring toss carnival game Which, <laughs> on the floor of the casino. Is that a casino game? Or... Nah, it's a circus thing, a circus carnival atmosphere type I thing. I know. But that's, like... that's the deal. I mean, it's not a casino thing. Like, But that's like, it's like an arcade game, right? I was, yeah, I was yeah really... it's not to win money, it's to win stuffed animals. <laughs> this whole setup just seemed really annoying to me. <laughs> so that's like an arcade, but then like grown-ups were playing it just for fun. Just yeah. like, oh, I'll play ring toss. And this is our big cameo. Yeah. The biggest star cameo of the show. Or at least biggest... Uh, according to us, because oh, according the, to well, everybody, I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's um, it's Slim Pickens, yeah, famous cowboy on TV and film, and honestly, like this is like 
the most dramatic role I've seen him in. Like, he was, like, playing it straight. I mean, he was still, like, a country guy. Like, he was wearing a bolo or whatever. But, like, I feel like every other time I've ever seen Slim Pickens in anything, which is just a couple times, but still, like, because he was in Blazing Saddles, right? Probably. Yeah. Like, he's just very over the top, like, woo-wee, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like, like, That kind of guy. I'm used to him being on, he like He must have that. been on Hee Haw. I just assume he was on Hee Haw. <laughs> when you look him Probably. up. Oh, you have his thing. Yeah, yep. Yeah. But, um, like, he was he was very good in this. Like, he was yeah, a very, he good, was very good dramatic role. Like, yeah, I thought, I was like, I was very impressed. And then Dana talks to him about Jenner, and he gets the same story that, like, oh, he's dead. You know, I think he's dead. Everybody's so blunt. To... I yeah. mean, it's been a long time because it was like 12 years prior yeah. or whatever. It was. He's dead. Good day, sir. Yeah. So Tana leaves and like the scene with Ra when they're talking on the casino floor, someone was watching. Yeah. Yeah, because Hamlin looks up and we see a clown turn around and kind of look at him like kind of like... He knew what was going on, and, and the, they give the, each other a look. And the clown had a mustache. <laughs> yes, one of those, a real mustache. It was a real mustache. A mustached yeah. clown. Mustachioed clown. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't like that phrase. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't put that in the description. I'm, I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> so anyway. And then we cut to the clown in his dressing room, taking off his makeup, and we find out... The clown is Jenner. What? Whoa. Whoa. He's taking off his makeup and it's Jenner. And there's like a newspaper clipping of his daughter getting married. Yeah, like Cindy Jenner getting married today or whatever. (laughs) Which I guess she would get an article in the paper about that. I I have questions about this. Like, he... Does he live at Circus Circus? Like, like, does somebody see him on his way into work? Like, his... As he set up, like, he's this huge country western singer, like, enormous. Like, it's like if Hank Williams or whatever, like, it it seemed like he was on that level, like, legendary. Like, doesn't anybody, like, like, Hank on his way to work? Like, he's just, like, walking down the hall. Isn't there, like, any, like, staff member who, like, does a double take or anything? Like, he doesn't live in that dressing room as, I mean, he couldn't. But, like, I mean, we find out where he lives later, but, like... He couldn't live in that dressing room anyway, unless he lives in Circus Circus. But, like, oh, is he wearing a mask to work? Like, so, and then, like, there's cleaning people who clean his dressing room, probably. And they're like, hmm, this guy looks like Hank Jenner. It's just, it's just And too... he hangs up pictures of Cindy Jenner all the time. Nah, he's, he's just a... He's just a schlubby clown at Circus Circus. There's no, <laughs> it's called named JoJo, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah. He has his own dressing room, and it says JoJo on the door. That's pretty that good. That is pretty. It's better than baskets. Yes. <laughs> That's, That's a better true. deal. He has a pretty sweet dressing room, yeah. actually. So but Ben, Ben comes in. So many questions. Ben comes in, and it's he's a terrible kind of in a plan. Huff, it's in a, a terrible huff, kind of like, like, uh, you know, like you've been found out. You know, like, you know, like yeah. Uh, you got to tells him basically. You got to turn yourself in because you know Tana's on to you and. Uh, this is where we get a little backstory on what really happened with his wife. Yeah. Uh, he did kill her, but she was like in a coma or something, and he pulled the plug. Yeah, something. Yeah. It, it wasn't that, very clear. Yeah, and he's like, she had tubes she, running in and out of her, she and was, she like, only she weighed was, 85 pounds. And, yeah. 
So that's that's the story. And uh, Ben wants him to turn himself in. He's like, well, Tana found me. He's going to find you. And Jenner's like, nope, no one's going to find me because <laughs> I'm get, a famous person dressed like on, a clown. Let me go out on a smoke break like, <laughs> yeah, real fast. Yeah. Oh, God. Hey, that um... should have been OJ's plan. <laughs> I'm not O.J. Simpson. I'm uh, Bobo the Clown. <laughs> I'm a six-foot whatever, 200-whatever-pound yeah. Bobo the Clown. See that brick house clown down at uh, <laughs> Circus Circus? He was really fast, too. Like, yeah. Really fast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, before we move on, I want to... One of the pictures of Cindy, because he had, like, a bunch of pictures of her throughout her life, was, like, her as a baby, like, standing up in a crib. And, like, this is 1978, and then I was born in 84, and, like, it looked so much like pictures of me in my crib. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I think it was a Polaroid, but my mom didn't really take Polaroids, but, um, I don't know, it just looked like, like a really similar setup, like the same kind of crib. I thought maybe your crib. parents got a used crib. <laughs> <laughs> they bought it at a studio store. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> this this crew was used on an episode yeah. of Vegas. Oh wow! Wow. Good enough for me. We do have a bookcase that was. In a uh, movie, yeah. yeah, that was in the movie. That's random. So I guess we could tell that story real fast. Real fast. Real fast. Real fa- <laughs> We're only like thirty six minutes in, but. <laughs> Don't remind them. <laughs> um, no, I worked on, a, I was like a PA on a, a movie um, uh, a long time ago. And like Vinny Pastore from uh, Sopranos was in the movie. And like, it was so, it was super, super low budget. And um, they were just, at, like the art department was just asking, like, does anybody have any furniture we could use? And like Vinny happened to be like, having a garage sale like he was like cleaning at his house at the time so he just like had a bookcase like a little two shelf bookcase that he just didn't want anymore and he just gave it to them and he's like yeah like i don't need it back like whatever and then like the art department was like that's great we live in little apartments in new york does anybody want this bookcase and i was like uh i'll take it because <laughs> i lived at home with my parents in at the new time jersey. In, in new jersey yeah a very dark and cold place <laughs> as established on this show. Um but um yeah, no, I I to this day I still have that bookcase. But as far as I I'm pretty sure my crib was new for the record. I'm sure. <laughs> um Any, anyway, that wasn't so, that long. Yeah, so Tana, now we're back into the episode. Tana and Linda are leaving to the car parked in the dark loading dock in the back of Circus Circus. What could happen? Oh, <laughs> You're gonna drive horrible, away. horrible stunt choreography. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> the toughs jump them. They're both sitting in the car, and one guy comes on camera and kind of oh. gives Tana like a double axe handle WWE style. Oh, it was so bad. Punch from it behind was... the Tana blocks, and it... then gets out of the car, and then they're fighting. It just—it looked like uh, he like he just stuck out his arm straight. <laughs> Like and then like Dan ran, ran into it. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like it like he was trying to punch him in the face. I like it it probably would have looked better if the camera were at a b- different angle. Like it yeah. would have looked like a punch in the face from another angle. But like it just looked like he just stuck his arm out straight 
And then, like, Dan's head happened to be kind of near the arm. <laughs> but, oh, but he kind of blocked so it. because But he kind of blocked it because that's how he got out of the car. And then they were into their yeah. fight. Yeah. Oh, so bad. And then the other guy comes in and Hannah's giving him a couple good shots, but they kind of get the best of him. And he doesn't get knocked out. They just... They kind of beat him up and then leave, and Tana's just, like, up on the hood of the car. These were definitely the worst goons of the series <laughs> yes. so far. Like, yeah. they just kind of, like, rough, rough, rough him Dan up. up. Well, that's their job, I guess. So dumb, They, like, though. give him a few punches and throw him on the hood of the T-Bird, and yeah. Tana just looks at Linda, and he says, I bet you don't have this much fun in Duluth. <laughs> I wrote that down, too. He also, he's, like, out of breath. He's like, I wrote down the pauses so I could get it right. He's like, I bet... You don't have as much fun in Duluth. <laughs> Which shows that Tanner really doesn't know the deal about Duluth. Yeah, that's it's right. It's a, you know, a, a shipping town in the 70s. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there were way worse fights there, I'm sure. Yeah. Linda had like her brass knuckles on. <laughs> don't get in anybody's way in a meat raffle in Duluth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you get... Get a uh, get some concrete shoes and a tour of Lake Superior. <laughs> so you don't know what you're talking about, Tana. Uh... Um. <laughs> anyways, scene, <laughs> scene. Um. And then uh, we're back to Tana. He's talking to Cindy. Um. And he's like, next scene. You know, like who's trying to stop me? You know, who, you know, someone's someone had me followed, and, and uh, he wants to know if it's a business manager. Um, yeah, Lyle. Yeah, yeah. And um, by the way, Lyle's in a three-piece suit, just so you can yeah, picture. Yeah, he's classy. It. And uh, so Tana was at the at Cindy's room, and he leaves, and then Cindy picks up the phone and is like, "Hello, front desk." <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to do her voice. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> And, I don't even remember this. And she's part. like, I want to order a present. Oh, that's How right. soon can you have it delivered? I forgot it was, about it. It was kind of awkward, like a present. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the uh, front desk person is like, you have to whittle that down a little bit for me. <laughs> <laughs> like a football helmet full of cottage cheese, you know, a dozen roses. What the hell do you want? I'm I mean, busy. <laughs> I'm a concierge, not a mind reader. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and then that's the scene, and she's like, I need it right away. <laughs> Mysterious music. Um, and then Tana's walking through casino, and Lyle sees him, and kind of, kind of walks away, looking over his shoulder, and goes to the white courtesy phone that's everywhere in a casino, <laughs> and dials a number and calls the tough guys who jump Tana and is like, "You didn't do a good enough job. Tana's still working the case. Go find Tana." And Which is like. What they did is not going to deter anybody. It's like, oh, they, they beat me up. Oh, excuse me. They beat me up, but whatever. Like, I, Dan only had, like, a little bit of, like, bruising around his eye. I don't know. I mean, that would that would make me scared, but I'm not a private eye in Las Vegas in the 70s. <laughs> I don't, like, nothing they did would make Dan scared. Maybe they're from, uh, they're not from Duluth. Maybe they're from, like, uh... Omaha. <laughs> yeah, maybe. They're from Greensboro, North Carolina. 
I don't think Gary's doing We're just very starting. I don't think Gary's doing very well in that hired goon gig. <laughs> yeah. I heard he tried to rough somebody up and it didn't go very well. <laughs> yeah. He was just he just tickled him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should be a chef or something. How oh, is he in jail? No, but he has to tell everyone in like a three mile area that, you know, he's moving in next door to him. <laughs> You really should have just punched him, Gary. It would have been better for your rep. (laughs) At least you could live near, like, a public library. (laughs) (laughs) And Tana's back at Circus Circus (laughs) on the case. Uh, and we see him, he's walking down one of the corridors to the HR office, and the guy's just closing no, 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 the, what? No, 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 he sees, he goes to ring toss again first. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, this is a good scene. Yeah. yeah. Is that Circus This circus? guy's amazing, goes, by the way. Goes to the ring toss, I guess, to talk to Ben. Yeah. Yeah. But Ben's not there. Ben's not there. There's a new guy. Yeah, a new guy. <laughs> and he doesn't give a crap. <laughs> Got his arms crossed. He doesn't face Dan the entire scene. Like he's looking for a customer to play ring toss yeah. in the midway and Tana's behind him talking to him. Mm-hmm. Like, Where's Ben? Who's Ben? I don't know no Ben. <laughs> I think he's chewing gum too. Yeah. Yeah. And if he wasn't, he sure acted yeah. like it. It's almost like it was a bit almost like he has with Roth. Like it's yeah. rapid fire and mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's it was, like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, who's better? I don't, I don't know. What it, yeah. Like, like I, I should have written stuff down for that conversation. But yeah. the best part of, I mean, the whole thing was great. But it ended like Dan, oh, like, so, sorry. The ring toss guy told him like, go, go look at personnel files or whatever. Who cares? Yep. I, like get off my back or whatever. And then, so Dan leaves. Dan, Dan's out of frame. <laughs> like the ring toss guy, like looks at somebody off camera and like shoves a giant panda at them. <laughs> That's how the scene ends. Like it's like it was kind of like like he clearly just made this up. I bet no director told him how to end the scene. <laughs> I bet he was like like I don't know. And then we cut. And then the guy's just like, oh, I'm gonna make it look like I'm talking to somebody. And then they won a prize, and then I give it to them reluctantly. Yeah, he gives it, hands it away, and then kind of gives a little gesture like, "You're killing me." Yeah. <laughs> we I have... can't throw the, I can't go through this many giant pandas. It's we my have, first day. We have no idea who he's gesturing to. It's just off camera. Oh, it's amazing. Yes. It was such a good choice. It was Vegas at its best. Oh, it's amazing. Oh man. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so then we're then the, Dan goes to yeah, HR. HR in the bowels of Circus Circus and. The HR guy is just leaving and closes the door and is a giant jerk today. Yeah. <laughs> um, who like, and I, you know, this is the first person who's like, like you want, you want confidential information. I'm not going to give you confidential information. Yeah. Tana just kind of strolls up to him. Can I have Ben Hamlin's address? Yeah. Smile. No, like, I'm closed. No, no, he's like, can I? Like, I need an address. And then the guy like gives him just like the, clearly it was like the address of the hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like thirty five forty five Vegas Boulevard. Yeah. How's that for an address? <laughs> what an a. I know, but but to that guy's credit, he's doing his job. That's true. <laughs> if you don't make somebody angry during your job, you're not doing your job right. <laughs> and then Tana's like, listen, obviously you don't know who I am. <laughs> Yeah, and then he's like, "Well, who are you?" And he's like, "I'm uh, who am I? Roth's brother. I'm Roth's brother." Yeah. yeah. And then the guy's like, "You know, BS." You know, yeah. Like, like, 
well, if you're his brother, he can call and get the address. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fine, maybe I will. <laughs> kind of yeah. walks away and like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're out of there and... Uh, Let's see. Um, we're back at, we're at yeah, Roth's hotel. Yeah, exactly. At the pool. Yep. And on the margins of my notes, I have, I think he drove there and we see him drive by the silver slipper. Oh, yeah. Which I think is still around. I don't remember. Because I, I was just in Vegas two years ago and I think it was there and it, that's like the lower end casino with the, <laughs> uh, you know, like the 595 lobster buffet kind of place. Oh, God. And it's still around. So oh. that, was, that was kind of fun to see. <laughs> Um, I might, I might get sick over. <laughs> I'm getting sick just hearing about I don't it. Know. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so we're we're back at Roth's Casino, and uh, everyone's probably wondering. We haven't mentioned you know a character in the show, uh, <laughs> but he's here. Uh, Binzer, hey. Binzer, and Linda are at the pool. <laughs> so obviously, Binzer's job was to watch Linda for a little bit. They're just hanging out at the pool, just laying in sun chairs or whatever you know. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, comes up and Binzer kind of looks guilty or something. Like not guilty, but Tana comes up and he's like, "What are you guys doing at the pool?" Oh <laughs> kind of yeah, thing. and they're like, "We're having fun." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we find out Binzer's like afraid of the pool, and this was all Linda's idea, basically. <laughs> Linda wants to have fun, and Binzer's Linda's, like, I don't know. Honestly, if you just isolated all of Linda's scene, she's having a hell of a time. Like, she's doing it right. Yeah, she is. She's she's all in. They should have given her like a big blue drink, <laughs> just like one of these yard drinks. <laughs> She would have loved it. <laughs> that's that's literally the only thing she was missing from her Vegas trip. Yeah. So uh, we're at the pool, and here's Roth in a three oh. white three-piece suit with a white hat. Like He looks like he amazing. should be on the love boat. It was amazing. <laughs> and he just comes in, strolling through the... the he's, he's going through the facility like he usually does, walking yep. a million miles an hour, and he's just like, oh, you want to talk to me? What do you want? What do you want? Yeah, and then we get a walk and talk by the pool, yeah. which is a first for... Yeah. yeah, we haven't had the walk and talk yet, but here it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and, then, and Roth, uh, Roth says, like, I think the roof, the roof needed repair. At his country club, yeah. He's oh. like, hurry up, I gotta go to my country club. The roof is leaking, and Tana's <laughs> like, you're gonna fix it. And he's like, I fix everything. Roth, Roth fixes everything, including your problems. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. what it was. <laughs> yep, that's right. And Dan has a problem, and he's mm-hmm. like, I kind of told someone that you're my brother, and I need some information. <laughs> And then they go back. They go back and forth for a little bit, like like oh, you you tell him you're my brother, like oh, of course I did. I should be so lucky, like that kind of dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah and then then he says, "What are brothers for?" <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, so that's the end of the scene. Tana gets in his car in front of the hotel, and, and it's the, ringing. Yeah. And he picks up the phone, and it's Roth, and he has the address already. <laughs> Immediately. Just like, boom. That's yeah. Good to know, Roth. Yep. <laughs> um. If if Dan has the key to the city, Roth owns the locks, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, so he gets the address and takes off and pulls out onto Vegas Boulevard. And the tough guys are in their Cadillac, pull out after him, comically close again. <sighs> almost kind of run into him because Tan has to hit the brakes <laughs> for traffic. And they're right there. Mm-hmm. And then Lyle's behind them in his big Ford LTD or something. 
following those guys. So mm-hmm. Tana is obviously going to do some investigating, and they're hot on his trail. Um, and he's going to Hamlin's house. We we cut to a neighbor, uh, oh, first, a nice a nice neighborhood. I saw the sign at the Desert Inn said uh, Wayne Newton was going to be there. That was in the background. Yeah. Fun, fun marquee. All right. right. Anyway, so yeah, then Dan ends up in the suburbs of Las Vegas, which they're really green. They're real. They're they were like a little too green. I don't know. I guess that's right. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's a bunch of casinos in the desert, but (laughs) the lawn is what you think is not going to (laughs) work. Yeah, that's right. Um, (laughs) We didn't see any lawns when we were there. We didn't go to the neighborhood. We did see a giant fountain. Yeah. But many giant fountains. Yeah. (laughs) But watering lawns, that's unheard of. So he's pulls up in front of this house. We assume it's Pamlin's house because he just got the address. Yeah. And he walks around to the back and uh, picks the lock and he's inside. And we see pictures. It's Pamlin's house. And he's snooping through the house, goes into a bedroom and opens the closet. And we see a clown, like clown shoes and a nose hanging up. And (laughs) Dan figures everything out. Clown paraphernalia. (laughs) And the bad guys have pulled up behind him outside. And uh, Dan turns around to leave and gets punched in the face. Oh, that was, I wrote, that that was an amazing shot. Because, like... It just looked like like Dan was just in the bedroom, just like, all right, I'm going to leave the bedroom. And then, like, it's it was framed so well because, like, Dan just, he's walking left to right. And then, like, the door's on the right. And then he gets punched, like, as he's walking out the door. But you don't see, you don't yeah. see the person who punched. Uh, it's like, it, was it was very good. It's so like they're making good. up from the fight machine yeah. from earlier, like, <laughs> like. We'll have a they, good one. The network saw the dailies or something. They're like, whoa. <laughs> Make it better. Yeah. This this is a good was, fight scene. It was there. very shocking. Punching every everybody's punching each other. One of the bad guys breaks a wooden chair on Dan's back. He does a sweet <laughs> leg sweep. Just when you think he's down, leg sweep gets up, and uh, KOs both of the bad guys. Yeah. And he he goes out the front door and he opens the front door and Lyle is standing right there. Of course. <laughs> and looks scared and then tries to run to his car and Dan just gets him immediately. <laughs> and. <laughs> Hasn't anyone told you gambling's bad for your health? It's been bad for mine, <laughs> says Dan. And Lyle just confesses he's gambled away Jenner's money. And uh, Tana just calls the cops on him and just kind of rolls it up. Just kind of yeah. rolls, like takes care of the, you know, does it oh, like and, and Dan called the goons goons. <laughs> I forgot what the sentence was, but he called them goons. I was like, that's right, they're goons. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah like it, like the guy, like Lyle was basically just trying to hide his debt. Like, yeah. that's all he was concerned about, yeah. I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. He was just used to using Jenner's money. We have so much more to go in this episode. <laughs> I'm realizing. It's not, I mean, not too much. All right, anyway. Yeah, and uh, then we're back at Circus Circus. Well, Circus Circus a lot, like we said. And Hannah's at JoJo the Clown's dressing room. And he's mm-hmm. gonna knock, and then he stops, and then just goes in. Yeah. And we see uh, Jenner putting on his clown makeup, and Jen- and Tana's standing behind him, like, "I got you." Um. And you know, kind of like the gig is up. Mm-hmm. Jenner Jenner says, "I'm an old man at 55." <laughs> I wrote that down too. Was like, what? And he looks like he's 70. I know. I know. Like he. Yeah. I don't know what the deal with that was. 
I don't know. I don't know. And then this is when we learn, like, what happened, I think. Because we were talking about it before, like, his wife wasted down to 85 pounds or whatever, right? Yeah. So this is when we learn about that, I think. We were just remembering it because, I don't know. But anyway. Anyway, so he went, he's like. So he tells Dan, he, he tells Dan the whole deal, like, what we, what we told you before. Yes. <laughs> but like yeah like he tells dan all this and then dan's like oh like you didn't really murder really like like i mean you pulled somebody's plug at like like bella said it was a mercy killing yeah yeah so i mean it's really really gray area but it's not like you know like they were at home and it was like a domestic yeah. disturbance and jenner and... wants to make a deal like he's ready to give himself up because he doesn't want his friend ben to get in trouble yeah so he wants to give himself up and tana's like no nah, i don't want to do with that deal with that right now let's call your daughter first yeah so he's excited to do that and so they call cindy and she's at the hotel room and like i'm here with your dad do you want to meet him and she's like yes but I'll need an hour, please. I, I want to look beautiful for him. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a long yeah, time. which was real fishy. Like, there was and, a pause. And like, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, you saw, like, you know he's around. Technically, you did see him on your wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you already saw him when you looked perfect. Yeah, anyway. so. Mm. <laughs> it was really weird. Yeah. But, but uh, her dad was very excited nonetheless, and he didn't yeah. think anything of it. Yeah. Dan didn't think anything of yeah. it. So she hangs up, and then there's a knock at her door, and it's, it's the bellhop yeah. with her large package. <laughs> a large, skinny, rectangular long, yeah, package. Long package, you know, like, oh, that must be really big, long stem roses or something, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and I thought the bellhop crushed it. Yeah. I thought he did a very good job I for his small so role. Too. He's like... Here is your package, ma'am. Yes, see you again, ma'am. Yeah, he <laughs> was really door, good. Like, like he was on it. He's like, I got to get this. I haven't had a role in a long time. This is a network show. I'm going to do this. And he did it. Yep. Good job on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all wrapped up in like gold paper and a red lacy bow. You know, and she like sits on the couch and like kind of opens it slowly like, oh, this is a great package. Yeah, Jay, Jay was like, it's a rifle. <laughs> I was like, probably. And then, sure enough. Yeah. And she pulls it out, and it's like a Winchester ro <laughs> like, yeah. like, like rifle, like delivered straight from the back of a Ford pickup in Montana or something. Yeah. Like, Well, she is from Nashville, right? I, I mean, I guess. It's just like, when you're in Vegas and you need to get a gun for a hit, <laughs> just like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't done this before. Like, some sort of rifle? Do you guys have that? And, like, <laughs> whoever got it for it was like, just. Give her that stupid old Winchester. He doesn't know what the yeah. hell she's doing. That'll be a thousand dollars. Okay. Like, <laughs> How much are bananas? Ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. I'll throw in a box of shells too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So and she's like, she's kind of cradling it and clutching it. It looked like uh um a Christmas story. Yeah. <laughs> when he gets the Red Rider BB gun, mm -hmm. he's like petting it. She's doing that. Like, yeah. yes, I love this rifle. Uh. <laughs> So we see that. She's clearly up to no good. And then we're back in the uh, dressing room, uh, Jenner's dressing room. And he's like, I'm getting nervous. I don't know what to do. You know, like, and 
He's like, maybe Dan's like, you should clean up a little bit. So he like combs his hair <laughs> and looks looks at the mirror and is like, this isn't working. <laughs> and he's like, I can't change much of what you see here. He kind of says something yeah. like that. Like, I'm just an old, ugly guy. Like, you can't work against nature <laughs> yeah. or something like and that. And then says he's scared. And yeah. Tana's like, uh, um, you know, it's okay. Um and this is actually in in my this is where you know he he opens <laughs> yeah. up to Tana about what happened with his wife. We you were know? very <laughs> we were very eager to tell you about yeah. this, but it happened you know? pretty late in the episode. Yeah. and he says Sorry about he that. says Tana like like she couldn't talk, but you know I could see it in her eyes that yeah. you know, uh, you know she wanted me to pull the plug. Yeah, I hope you were sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. So, you know, you know, he's just like, you know, I think she wanted me to do it. And Tan, Dan Tan is like, I know, I know. Um, then, and uh, he, he kind of starts weeping about pulling the plug and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, then we're at the Desert Inn uh, where uh, Jim and Cindy are at. And uh, and Jim's like, oh, well, after this is all done, you know, where, where do you want to go? You know, kind of like, which makes us think like he's in on it. It's like, yeah. you know, once we get this all wrapped up, where do you want to go, babe? And um, she's like, can you leave? I haven't seen my dad in a long time, and I just wanted him to be uh, him and me. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. So then we're like, he's not in on it. Yeah, Jim was it's, never yeah, in on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, do you like want to go to see uh, like my brother in Seattle? Like, <laughs> you know, or something, something okay. You want to go uh, see Wayne Newton? Yeah, you want to see Wayne Newton? I got those tickets. Um, and then cut to the front of the hotel. Tana and Jenner arrive, uh, and they get out, and they make it straight through the casino. It's so funny. T- this is a reversal from most of these episodes. Like, it's so now we know that like, Dan's actually protecting this guy against a girl, which usually it's the other way around. Right. So they're, and now they're walking through the casino and then they're outside on the other side of the casino walking towards the hotel part, I guess. And Cindy like leaves, she's outside of the hotel and it's like an open outdoor balcony kind of situation. And she's just awkwardly holding this rifle marching down the hallway like, this is your plan? Like, I thought you were going to like hide it behind the couch and just kind of sit there like... Hi, Dad. Come in and have a seat. Yeah, you know? yeah. Nope. Like... I'm just gonna start running through the hotel with this rifle I just got. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like on the second or third floor, and you see Tana and um, her dad coming towards. And then, him. and then Jim's down there too. Jim, like, yeah. when he like goes to intercept, like, oh yeah. yeah, like, hey, how are you? Well, I mean, we don't hear any of this, but he, he like shakes his hand and. Yeah, like we see like the like the zoom view, the seventies yeah. zoom view yeah. from her perspective. And they're like 30, 40 yards off or something, and she like takes aim really poorly too. Like you can tell she's never shot a rifle before. Like <laughs> it's like a five year old. It was bonkers just, like she could have shot any like not even jim yeah. or dan or her dad like it and could she, have been anybody yeah. at the pool and it could have been opened, anybody opens fire like, yeah yeah she's, what... she's shooting at her husband <laughs> yeah and... they were i mean they were like literally next to each other yeah. it was like one two three and then like her husband like like they were shaking hands like he was shaking hands with the dad so like jim's back was to cindy too. so it's like 
She could have shot anybody. Nobody was really running away from these shots either. Well, like, well, they weren't. Tana did a sweet barrel roll into the dirt yeah. and got low and made his But like none of the move. people at the pool did either. Yeah. Like there wasn't like mass. Like, well, we didn't really see or, that. They, yeah, they, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, and and uh, Jenner, the dad, he just stands there staring at her like, well, he, oh no. He <laughs> Are well, you and mad? he's also kind. Of, yeah, that <laughs> you mad, bro. <laughs> But he's also kind of like, like, it's fine if you kill yeah. me. Like yeah. He's, because, yeah. well, he also told Dan that, because the second part of that line was, I'm an old man at 55, I'm almost ready to die. Like, yeah. He was just like, because he's like, if, you know, if I say, meaning if he gets caught for murdering his wife, he's fine with dying for it. So he's just so guilty over that. So like, he sees his daughter and like, he just understands immediately, like, she's mad that i killed her mom <laughs> and yeah. it's okay if she shoots me like he was just a very so... good performance yeah it was yeah, good, yeah. yeah yeah but mean yeah no like, words man, yeah <laughs> yeah meanwhile dan barrow rolled out of yeah. their gym got out of there too yeah. and oh yeah. Uh, yeah and uh Tana runs up the stairs and gets the rifle from her and um Hannah, Hannah, oh, yeah. Jenner just kind of wanders away. There's a great line. Yeah, because oh, um, there's a great line because, yeah, they, Dan gets to the room finally and he's like, Cindy, you had me find your father so you could kill him? And then she just says, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a five year old. Yeah, she didn't put her finger to her lip. Though, so. I know. She all but did yeah. that. And yeah. then Jim and comes in, like, I mean, they all come in. And she in. says it. She's like, he killed my mother, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then Jim comes in, and he's like, oh, honey, we're, you know, we're going to work these this out. And I wrote my notes, like, wow, Jim, what a keeper, That's underline. Right. Like, right. So no one was hit. Somehow. But the uh, the hotel grounds were badly wounded. <laughs> yeah. Rob's <laughs> going to have to replace so many greeneries. <laughs> That's right. This um, lawn is all shot up. But Oh, my God. Like, like. Cindy shot at him, and Jim's just like, oh, honey, are you okay? We're going to work this out. And yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> and wow. Cindy, and then Cindy kind of immediately was like, I made a horrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> she doesn't even say sorry. Oh, God. And then Jim is Piece like, can you find Jenner again? We need to find him. Like, he's just wandered away. That, yeah, that's right. Because like, after Cindy stopped shooting, Hank walked away. Yeah, he just kind of walked away. Yeah. And then Tana's goes, we've got to find him again. Yeah. Commercial. Um, and then we're back on front of the t- hotel, and Dan finds out that Jenner has gotten in a car going to Circus Circus, so they all jump in his T-Bird and are on their way to Circus Circus. I forgot Circus. how they find that out. It's like the bellhop or the oh, cab yeah. guy, like he got in a cab, something like that. Um, it was fast. Also, know. in my notes, I've been writing Circus Circus as Circus to the Second Power. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to share that. That's nice. Sometimes I just... Cir- circus som- Squared. <laughs> sometimes I just write Circus. <laughs> That's... Smart. Um, <laughs> and uh, so anyway. we're inside uh, the main floor at Circus Circus. And we're at the end of the teaser trailer, finally. Yeah, yeah. So uh, T- Tana and uh, Cindy and Jim run out onto the main floor. And Ben is there. And he's looking up into the ce- up towards the ceiling. And we see uh, Jenner is up on the trapeze in, like, a tuxedo or something. He has a, well, he has, like, a blazer on, but, like, I think it's jeans or, like, more oh, informal th- pants. Oh, I thought it was, like, 
I thought it was, okay. No, it wasn't Anyways. a full tuxedo, but it might have been a tuxedo jacket. But anyway, it, like, like he it was going like, to give a performance. Right. He was dressed like it, like he was going to give a concert, and he's holding a guitar. Yeah, like the last concert. Yeah, ever. Yeah. yeah. And um, basically, you know, says he's going to kill himself. And, mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah. I was born with a guitar. I, yeah. I decided I want to die with a guitar, or so, like yeah. yeah, something like that. And then like, <laughs> I also wrote down like, can you imagine if like this happened in the era of cell phone cameras? <laughs> <laughs> this would be on all over YouTube. Yeah, it would be crazy. <laughs> um, so Tana uh, thinks fast and takes the ring mic. Uh, Ringmaster's standing there, just kind of mouth they gave. Takes his uh, microphone and is like, "You gotta tell Cindy. Like, you gotta talk to him and stop him. You know, he's gonna jump." And uh, uh, she does, and Tana runs off. Like he's, yeah, she. I love you. She like, starts. Oh, she of, also says like, "If you die, I'll die." Yeah. Where like, was that attitude of, ten minutes ago? <laughs> that's true. That's right. She changed her mind, and I gotta say, like, it was kind of a slow start. She just kind of sounded crazy. <laughs> yeah. And he's clearly not in a good state, so it's just a whole lot of crazy going on. And he's just kind of like looking around, and then he like that was one of Hank Jenner's hit singles. A whole lot of crazy going on. That's right. Um, you know, but he's listening to her, and uh, Tana sneaks up behind him, and he does a nice job not to startle. Her I know. I was like, thinking of that too. I'm like, oh my god, he's like he's yeah. like, like Hank. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. No, he's like like talks to gently, him softly. Like yeah. he like gently puts his hand on his, like Hank. Yeah. Hank. I gotta help you see your daughter again. Yeah, you know? Hank is clearly not in good state, so but he reacts well to it. Yeah, and he's like, okay, I'll come with you, and then of course he slips and falls, but is <laughs> hanging on, and Dan grabs him. The whole thing actually goes pretty fast. It like, was faster fast. than it looked in the teaser. Faster than you expected, because he like he slips and he falls, and everyone's like, oh no, and Tana has him, and then just immediately pulls him up, and then you see like him kind of struggle through the scaffolding with them like yeah. from behind the stun guys and then that's it yeah like it, it was very quick but it was dramatic. and then there's and then we get a, a good slim pickens reaction shot <laughs> yeah he's like what like, like a double take and then he like looks down and then looks back up again with yeah his goofy face yeah and he's like oh that's good and then then they're all fine and i wrote what that that's gonna be an interesting family christmas letter <laughs> I just wrote United fade out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a two pager. <laughs> Single space. Um, so episode done, hooray, fade out commercials, and then we're back at the pool. Benzer's on the high dive, which is <laughs> kind of he's in jean shorts too, isn't he? Something like that. Like denim long denim shorts. It's not. <laughs> of course, like it's not a high dive. It's yeah. not a medium it's like, dive. It's a high dive at a hotel. It. Yeah. It's not like, yeah. It's not the Olympics. But... It's like five feet tops. Like <laughs> That's eight not... feet. I think it's eight feet. I... For sure. All right. Yeah. That's generous. Anyways, um, he's like, I don't know. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. And <laughs> yeah, then he... and <laughs> Tana's just watching him in they his get into, swim like, a, trunks. a philosophical like... argument, too. It's like, well, I'm scared. Like, I should have the right to not want to do it. He says something like, why can't I be scared? Cowards have rights, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's... finally we got some Binzer banter. Yeah. Because we had the rock banter. Yeah. And then we had the banter with the uh, ring toss guy. So yeah. now, now finally we get some good Binzer time. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really, it was good. Yeah. And then Linda's like, oh, come on, I'll help you. She's on 
the diving board with yeah. him, like behind him. He's like, you want me to hold your hand? He's like, I want you to hold my hand. <laughs> and like they walk to the edge and she's going to shove him off. <laughs> but he holds on. So she goes in the pool too. <laughs> yeah. End of episode. Yeah. And nobody died? No one. Died. Question mark? I don't, I mean, besides Cindy's no. mom in the past. Yeah. No. I don't think anybody died. Yeah. And then Tana says, now that's funny. Oh yeah. Credits. Credits. <laughs> He's the only one who's not all wet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Even though he he has a swimsuit on. Yeah. Um, so that's the episode. Um, and Linda got to throw somebody in a pool. That's yeah. that's a good Vegas moment too. <laughs> she played blackjack with the own. Tell all her friends in Duluth, like, oh, I play blackjack with the owner of the casino. But she, uh, I bet she has no idea who it is. Like <laughs> this guy in a really nice suit came over and dumped. Cars. Sounds like the owner. <laughs> He just moved the, so he just like moved the dealer out of the way? It was like a shift change. I don't think so, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, so yeah, she had a pretty good trip. She drove around with a private detective the whole time. In a convertible, a sweet convertible. Everyone knew him and he just plopped her down with a hundred bucks at each (laughs) blackjack table they went to. She went to a jazz club where the clarinet player stopped everything. (laughs) To talk to them, yeah. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. She got what a, a trip. She did a lot of stuff. Yeah, that was a great three days. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. She's going to go back to Duluth, the, the Duluth library and tell all of her friends in a hushed tone. Yeah. But I thought it was a really good episode. Yeah. Like, I know in some of the other episodes we talked about, like, it's kind of, like, kind of slow and, like, they solve a caper at the beginning, but that's, you know, we haven't even really gotten to the main story. Yeah. Know, it seems like there's a lot of getting to the point mm-hmm. like this whole episode was the point like right like, yeah that's like a we were good into point. the main story immediately yeah there the was only, hardly a b story and the only misdirect was really like lyle yeah lyle was only protecting himself like oh yeah. i don't want people to find out i owe money like yeah. it wasn't like i'm protecting hank do we did we ever find out if he knew hank was alive i don't i don't no. think so no 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 he thinks he's dead yeah. Yeah, and that's why he's so upset the court is like, you know, yeah. we need a body, you know, so he's yeah. of, he's mad about it, you know. But it's just because of money. Yeah, it's just money, yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah, so that was kind of, you know, like in other episodes, there's a completely unrelated crime yep. that Tana solves beforehand. That wasn't it. It was just the Lyle business manager thing, and then we're on to the real, real culprit, real crime. So, mm-hmm. and it was fast. They got into it quick, like... But all the characters are in it, I guess. <laughs> I, guess I guess that sacrifices the uh, Binzer angle, which I'm so, he was still in it, but yeah, he didn't have much of a role. Maybe well, that, you know, like usually we check in with Binzer, and we really didn't. Just it's once. okay. Yeah, it yeah. There were only like two Binzer scenes. It's yeah, okay. But we got some good Roth, and he played a critical role in the story, so that was fun mm-hmm. while still being Roth. So. I, I liked it. I thought it was yeah. the best. Obviously, with, you know, <laughs> being the lion episode was the best because mm-hmm. there was a lion in a car, and that was the best. But this was the best apart from that. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second best episode. Well, you know, I mean, anything's going to be second best to, like, <laughs> a lion storyline, like <laughs> eating steaks in a bathroom, and, like, <laughs> driving around in a Word Mustang convertible. That's yeah. the best. But this was this was the best, but you know, not really the best. 
because the lion one was the best. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, thanks for listening. <laughs> We're going to let you go. Yeah, let you go. And we'll be back <laughs> uh, season one, episode seven of Vegas on the next week on next, oh boy, next week on podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening.